0: oh what's going on everybody welcome to episode 122 of flow wrestling radio live i'm your host christian piles joined as always by my mainest man willie sailor yep what's happening mr yep yep, yep. yep. hey man. how did how was your wonderful memorial day weekend it was outstanding. It was outstanding. You know, uh, my first time at the NHSCA duels, Willie. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of freaking good wrestlers there. Yeah. And I want... Well, actually, I have an announcement to make. Is this thing on? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, as much as I enjoyed covering the event, I'm putting together a team next year so I can compete and because it seems like the coolest thing ever because the first two days... You wrestle three times in the morning and then you just go play on the beach all day. And then you come back and you do it again. And then you play on the beach all day again.
1: And Flow what are you gonna Flow elect flow
0: select premium Supreme. Supreme Gold. So yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll put a team together. I don't care if they're good. I mean, you know, <laughs> it'd be nice. But let's just assemble a team and be like, uh Martin, sorry. Not going to be able to cover the event. We're going to be sort of Yeah, we're, in it. we're we're in the chair. We're going to be, in, be in it. We got to focus on our guys and like act like we, we That
1: event has gotten
0: like it's always been big, but man, it's like 3 days. There's like 50 four mats. Gazillion- 50 mats. F- get this. Get this. And not only was it big this time, they're going to have apparently next year it's going to be even bigger. 62 mats. They're opening up a ballroom and they're putting 12 more mats in there. It's going to be ginormous, Willie.
1: I don't know how they do it. But uh, the the best part of the weekend was when you would go back to the hotel and send me videos of, of terrible cover bands playing
0: <laughs> on the beach. Like Ice Ice Baby or something. What, what were they playing? It was what, terrible. They did do that. Did I tell you that? Oh, I they told played- you that. One. I didn't show you give you video footage of that. They did well, they opened with the friend's theme song, so I knew I was in big trouble, and the way it works like our hotel <laughs> was right next to where this band bands played every night there, like right next right, to his, right
1: out his window his balcony window
0: yeah, you can't not hear it. it's not like, oh,'ll close the window it's like the you know i'm I'm in there, so you hear it, so yeah, they played some absolutely terrible music in sync, they did in sync cover, they did as I mentioned the friend's theme song, um Ice, Ice Baby. Yeah, it was which, was, which ones did you send me? I said, oh Spice Girls, they did Wanna Be. Remember that one? Tell I you what I want. I don't know the names of the songs. Yeah, well everyone knows that song though. That song was. Let me see. Oh no, don't, don't play it. <laughs> you gotta play my my video messages. I don't know.
1: What
0: that was, was California. Oh um, California Love, Pock and Dr. Dre. So that one was. I would have like, enjoyed that. One. That was okay. That was okay. No, it was it wasn't good. So yeah that happened the beach was beach was cool. it did rain um yesterday, but the thing about that tournament you know these there are these monster squads
1: no none of the studs really hit in the first two days. It's like these monster <laughs> it's like these monster amazing squads with like num- the number five guy ranked guy in the country, and they they'll like just screw around, not screw
0: around, but like ah. they, they do all these goofy moves. And try stuff. They try fun and- things. They're they're trying magic sticks. Now there was Jake Wenzel hit a beautiful magic stick, but there are a couple other guys just trying moves because you could like, you they're you could just like mess up and then just recover and beat them. But then it's it's got to be tough like as a competitor like or as a coach maybe like because these guys are just not tested early and then day three the rubber hits the freaking road and even in round two. Like the Dark Knights hit, and that was like, you know, Klebov and Sammy Sasso. So you had some great matches really early on day three, and then it just continued. And um, yeah, awesome event. I really enjoyed, really enjoyed being there for my first time. I love Virginia Beach. A lot of upsets on day three, and I can't help but think that part of that is just some some kids were you know maybe they underestimated. That's why. Me.
1: That's why in the past. In the past, I have never taken those results or or Disney duels into consideration. It is just so much goofy things going on. People, some kids are all in, some kids are not even paying attention. Some kids are at the wrong weights. The
0: periods are shorter. I mean, um, maybe as a tiebreaker criteria with rankings, but not a, yeah, not a huge huge thing. But yeah, awesome wrestling. Kong United beats beats Young Guns by one one match basically a match that the final match was basically came down to a coin flip and the fact that um, the Kong United kid got to choose bottom first and escape first because really there was nothing distinguishably different between the two they both were able to you know get out on bottom and couldn't do anything from neutral but that was ultimately how it played out. Um, and and Young Guns, I believe they've won the last two years. I know they won last year, so they unseated them by one match. But yeah, great great tournament. Um, yeah, I don't know. What what were your takeaways? Were you watching much of it? Um, I, I watched some of it when I got to day three. I watched some of it. Uh, I from a rankings perspective, it was chaos. I mean, Austin Gomez lost to Cole Manley. That was yeah. crazy. Adam Busciano loses twice. Demas beats Verclaren. Schultz loses to Paris. Schultz, yeah. I don't know what he was trying on
1: top, but he got he got pinned almost like a defensive pin, but uh you know, Schultz Schultz, Sch- Schultz beat Paris handily a a couple of weeks ago. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so I guess he didn't retire from folkstyle after all. He he's not going to retire from folkstyle. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh so hey, listen you did not stay up. You had to travel to Virginia Beach that day and did not stay up to watch the utter debacle that was Russian Nationals mm. on, on day one. Russian Nationals were a mess. They what? were a
0: mess. Right out the gate. Right out the gate with 57.
1: Yeah, like two hours into the tournament. Um, so Victor Lebedev, who's kind of sponsored by Alrosa, which is a diamond Russian mind. diamond mind. Um, so they have a lot of money to throw around. He was basically gifted two matches and after he was gifted the first one against a wrestler from Dagestan, Dagestan pretty much got all got together and was like, no, we're not going to put up with this. We're not going to, we're not, we came here, you know, to have a fair shot to win this tournament and to put. Our guy's in position to make the Olympic team or be considered for the Olympic team. And we're not going to go out there when you're screwing our guys. It's blatantly screwing our guys. So after, the, after Lebedev beats Moussakaev and it's clear that they gave him the match, the tournament stops. Dagestan says, ain't, we ain't none of our guys are wrestling any longer. The tournament stops for like three hours, dude. I was sitting there watching just empty mats and people mill around the arena for like three hours. And I, I guess they met with the Dagestani thing. They they reviewed the tape. They were, they reviewed the tape and said, yeah, yeah, that was that was bad officiating. Muskaev um, should have won, uh, but we can't do anything about it now. Lebedev advances. Mm-hmm. Then, so, so so Dagestan doesn't wrestle any longer, and then Lebedev goes to the finals, and they basically do the same same thing
0: against Bogomov.
1: They, against Bogomov, they 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 give uh, Lebedev the match, and <laughs> then they review that, and they said, "Yeah, Bogomov should have won, but we'll give them both gold." Double golds, double golds are at you, Russian nationals. You, freaking kidding me I mean what a circus sideshow
0: circus I mean it's it's so sad that a country with such incredible skill and so such a reservoir of talent can't get out of their own way and just deliver the product the right way I I got a message on May May 22nd but before this all happened the host of Russian nationals paid money for Lebedev win this is before it happened okay it was known it was known that this was going to happen, and sure enough, it freaking happened. It
1: was known, and if if Christian Piles in Virginia, USA knows,
0: do you not think that the rest of the Russia knows? Yeah. How does the leadership of Russia not know? And how are they? You know, Russia is is a country in peril, right? Just in general, like economically, they're they're in trouble. It's a corrupt country so who do you how do you get appropriate leadership there i don't know how you do it i mean it's is it an unsolvable problem is there one man that you can put in charge and say hey you write the ship here i mean it's it's easy for us to say get throw the bombs out let's get some upright leadership in but this is how russians solve their problems right now
1: i i don't understand it well i mean i guess what you're getting at too part of that is that the russian economy is, stinks right now mm-hmm. so now more than ever like even even when their economy's good they're they're you
0: know shady yeah
1: they're susceptible to bribes mm-hmm. but when the economy's bad it's even it's even they're even more susceptible right
0: yeah they're all um, the more vulnerable
1: so but but how can you I mean, it's blatant. It's it's blatant. First of all, people know that they bought his title before the tournament starts. So Dagestan goes in there, and they know that they paid Lebedev or paid for Lebedev to win. And what do you expect Dagestan to do? I'm, I applaud what they did.
0: I do too, and and it may be worked out. And I wonder, there there were so much behind the scenes discussions before. Okay, so fast forward real quick and let you know that Victor Lebedev has since given his spot back. Says I'm not going to be the representative at Rio for Russia. I'm not. I'm not accepting it. I'm not going to go, which is admirable. Uh, however, the the I don't think I'm a cynical person. Maybe maybe I am, but I, I can't help but wonder if there's some behind the scenes stuff. I wonder if Sadilayev said, "You guys got to make this right if you want me there." Um, and maybe that would have been an empty threat on his part, but at the same time, so, something like that, some kind of big chip was played, where they said Victor. Well,
1: Dagestan you're not going. Dagestan is a big chip. It's well, yeah, the they are chip,
0: for sure. Right? But but then it went. But they played their big chip that day, and what'd it get them? They still screwed over all the guys. They still screwed over Bogomov. Not that he's um, I don't think he's Dagestani, but
1: no, he's he's from the same state. He's from Yakutia.
0: Bogomov is? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that.
1: I promise you, bro. Okay. So, it, it no. They didn't
0: screw over Dagestan after that.
1: I don't know if they care. Well, they they, they, they
0: continued to um, be not on the up and up.
1: Yeah. Yes, they did. They, they gave... <laughs> Lebedev... Lebedev, they put the, Lebedev's opponent on the shot clock while he was losing in the last 50 seconds twice.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That was, I mean, it was very, very obvious what was going on. It was, it was pretty sad. I don't, I don't know what to say other than, not good stuff. So I mean,
1: the the shift that they played was. Dagestan, the chip that Dagestan played. I mean, you know, they always have sedge alive in your back pocket, um, and I think Kudisov and other guys. Uh, Makov, I mean, they really need Makov. Yeah. You know, it was funny. It was interesting what Makov said because he came out with a statement too, and he. It was funny because he goes, "Well, we knew, we knew there were they were going to be shady, but." We, we didn't know it was going to be that blatant.
0: So they knew it. They knew it was uphill battle. Just like when Americans go to the Oregon, you know, you got to win by you know five points to truly win. Uh, but they, hey, I mean, they literally they just gave a takedown to Lebedev that is not a takedown. They Lebedev were, ended up with four points, and the whole entire match he got one push out. Right. It it was it was terrible, terrible. And Bogomov is not from Yakutsk either. He's, he's from Bar or whatever, however you say it, which is not near. He's, from e- he, he's not, though. Yes, he is. He's really not. Okay. Nomad, I hope you're listening.
1: We'll talk about it off the air, but he is. Okay. So, um, So now you really don't know what the Olympic team is going to look like. And even – I'll tell you what. It, it was a circus over there, and it was a circus in their media. Even for – even by their standards where it's – very corrupt and and you know that there's going to be the, you know they like they said they knew there it was going to be some goofy stuff and 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 the, you know the tables were going to be slanted it was going to be tilted in in favor of certain guys even by their standards what happened was a circus the russian media they jumped all on it and there were statements by a lot of people but their their coach to says some weird stuff man i mean I don't know. Like he said, he said who's Musaikov? What has he ever done? I mean, what do you mean what has he ever done? He he just pretty he just beat Lebedev. So what are you talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. He's he's made a number of kind of out of pocket statements in my mind. So Unrest So who do they there. who
1: do they bring? Lebedev out? So Lebedev's so out. they're
0: sending Musaikov and Rashidov to World Cup, okay? And be, whoever performs the best there will potentially get a rust off against Bogomov for the spot. That's what it sounds like. So we'll we'll put puts even more of a an emphasis on the World Cup which is coming. And we'll see. We know t- at t- least if t- today
1: said have t- t- also said and he said multiple times, but he said it after Russian Nationals as well that um none of the guys the only guy the only guy who's secure is said
0: I thought he said that none of the people that didn't participate, of course, except him, would be allowed to make the team. Any of the boycotters wouldn't, like Makov included. Well, do you think he changes? Because he also said that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He said that. Uh, well, he said none of the none of the Russian national champions were locks for Rio. He said that. He said that Dagestan was out, which I'm sure he doesn't mean. I'm sure he doesn't mean Zedekiah because he said, after that fact, that the only one um, that was safe was Zedekiah. So, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how you don't take Ramon off. How, how do you not take him? Right. Yeah. How do you I not mean, take? How do you not
0: take Godoyev? I they for sure will take Godoyev. I mean, a lot of people have said, you know, who who is. Honestly, they're going to make the decision who they think can beat Burroughs, right? And
1: yeah.
0: I don't understand. And I, I had a long back and forth with someone about this. Like, who's the bigger threat to Burroughs? I think Sarger's just still got it, but I think Godoyev is the biggest threat right now to to Jordan. I, I just going back, I'm, I say that knowing that Dennis has beaten Jordan, albeit an injured Jordan. And I say it knowing that the two times Jordan beat him, it was really close and nip and tuck, but... I think the performance that Godoyev had and then watching him beat Dennis, um... They're going to send Godoyev.
1: Yeah. I just don't know why they don't say it. I mean, they're going to send Romanov. They're going to send Godoyev. They're going to send Sedlaev. And then 97... In 97, they got a situation on their hands. Gadisov, uh was part of the boycott. And then Boltakaev beat Gatsalov in the finals quick with a tech. Uh... You have to think... Balticaev hasn't lost in a long time.
0: No. I mean, it's got to be him, right? With with Kadesov sitting out, the way he beat Katsalov. Um, now, there again, you know, let's let's see them put their money where their mouth is. Because Tadiev said, well, we're, we're not... Obviously, we're not just going to consider nationals. You know, that would be foolish. So, we want someone who's proven or, or whatever. And... In a way, Gatsalov still maybe is is more proven in that way. No, he yeah. beat. Think about it. Yeah. Put think about it. They both beat Snyder. Okay, they both beat Snyder this year, and Gatsalov is far more proven on the international stage. So if oh. he's if he's being true to what he said, um, no,
1: yeah, but he also talked about Boltekaya. He also there was another article where he made. Where he talked about Baltikaya and he praised him and he said this guy's awesome right now. He doesn't have the results, the world results that other people do, but he hasn't lost. He hasn't lost in 2015. Yeah, Uh, they're gonna take Baltikaya. Yeah,
0: I mean they totally should. They totally should. I'm just playing devil's advocate for what Taddeev said about how they're gonna they're gonna choose it, and they are in a way ignoring international previous international success.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's a shame. It's a shame, though, like you said. Their, their country is the best wrestling nation in the world. Just put a good product out there. Just run it fair and square, and, and you have a great entity. You have a great product.
0: Yeah, I was kind of getting excited. You know, they're going to send you know, a guy that's not very good at heavyweight and maybe Lebedev, who's clearly lost a step from when he was, you know, that was looking like a vulnerable-ish team. Maybe they wouldn't bring it home, but uh, it looks like they're going to get out of their own way eventually and send close to the best possible squad. I
1: wonder. I wonder if this leads to defections.
0: I, w- I mean, it's happened. You know, it's been happening, but it's never like the number ones, right? It's guys that maybe they were number ones or maybe they were in the mix, but never super established guys like so you think someone from Dagestan may made the fact I, I don't know
1: I mean, if I was wrestling in a country where I didn't think I had a fair shot
0: true, true you know? i um yeah I don't know I don't know if we'll see them take that step, but maybe by the possible. way I think uh I think Balticaev might be off the sauce. What? You said that. Why do you think that? Because he looked um No, he did not. As dominant as ever. As dominant as ever he did not. Look at
1: a picture of him from Euregan or Euros. And then look at a picture like look at watch his matches from this weekend. I am not even I'm not a, even, not I'm even a, close.
0: I'm appalled at the assertion that he could be not even on close. anything other than cliff bars and whole milk. Come on. What are you suggesting? He's the god of thunder. Gods don't need PEDs, Willie. Well, he needed something. Yeah. Uh, uh, give me Snyder and real. I'm not. Oh, yeah, I know. Th- this guy, yes, he's very good. He's clearly the second or so best guy. Um, and maybe he is a favorite on paper over Snyder. But if you go back and watch that match. I'll take I'll take Snyder in the rematch. I'll take the offense. I,
1: I I don't know if I would I don't know if I would say I'll take Snyder, but I can I think Snyder can beat him. The match the match that they wrestled, I you know you could see Snyder winning that match.
0: I don't know if I would pick him. I don't know if he'd be the favorite, but you wouldn't. They're gonna wrestle they're gonna wrestle in, let's say hypothetically they're gonna wrestle in three weeks from now. Just one match, you're gonna pick Boltikayev. Um, I would favor Boltikayev. Would you? Who would you pick?
1: I would favor Boltik. I pick Boltikayev.
0: I think, I think I like Snyder still. Maybe I'm a homer. I Probably. like it. Probably.
1: I mean, you know who I'm rooting for, and I think Sarah can beat him, but.
0: I don't. I mean, are, you're just ignoring results. Um. No, I'm not ignoring results. I mean, uh, there, there. I've. You can pick a guy after they lose to someone. I mean, you look at how he lost. He got countered. He got countered one time. The guy, the guy couldn't score a legitimate point on him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was one. I mean, you don't think he can make a subtle, a subtle finishing adjustment, and Snyder wins. Yes. Yes. And,
1: I I just, I mean, I said, Snyder can beat him. Snyder can beat him.
0: Snyder, you know,
1: the first, when Snyder lost to him, I was like, eh, they wrestle again, Snyder can win. But can and will are two different things.
0: Go USA. Okay. Where where do we go next?
1: Well, I think that you have to, uh, reluctantly, you have to uh, address the J-Rob situation.
0: Go ahead I don't know what to say
1: Well he put out a He put out a, a Statement from his lawyer Saying that he did In fact Inform the university Of the drug problem Now The, the letter from the lawyer To me is incomplete uh, Doesn't address certain things But according to J-Rob He did inform the university um, that there was a problem, and and the letter says, okay. So the so the letter says that he informed the university there was a drug problem and asked them for testing, but they did, but that the university didn't test for Xanax, which I don't know what that means really. I didn't uh, know what to
0: make of that either.
1: I don't I don't know what that means. Can Are there tests for Xanax? Um, and if they didn't test for Xanax, then why didn't they test for Xanax? It would, was it because they were, you know, he said, I think there's a drug problem. They tested him for weed and Coke and Oxycontin or whatever, anything else. And if that is the case, then why didn't he tell them there was Xanax? I, I don't know. There's there's too many questions. And there's, it, was a, it was kind of vague or incomplete. And so I don't know. I just wanted to give the update that J-Rob has issued a statement saying he did the thing he did things right.
0: Yes, I think incomplete is the the word I would use as well. And I'm not going to elaborate any further on it because I don't want to. Um, okay, that's J-Rob. A couple other little D1 um, nuggets. Columbia job. Obviously, it's one that, that you know, a lot of candidates are interested in. The names I'm hearing, Mike Gray, Zach Esposito, Brad Dillon. Uh, I'm not saying that's an extensive list. Those are the lists that I've heard uh of guys that'll I've heard Gray too. A lot of people have, have heard Mike Gray. I think he'd probably be a I think he'd probably be a nice fit there, but and I um, think
1: Dylan makes a lot of sense. Espo Espo's kind of a surprise surprising one.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't I don't know about the fit there with Esposito. No, I'm not questioning his coaching ability. I just don't know how well that fits you know the the Oklahoma state job and the Columbia job are very very different they present very different challenges there was um yeah i i think Brad
1: Dillon would be a good guy there i believe in Brad and i think you know he's familiar with at least EIWA quasi he
0: gets the elite academic standards right 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 he's he's not it's not going to be foreign to him um the academic rigor that's gonna be I tell be you
1: I think too when you, when we're talking about these and we're talking about um coaches on the move or wrestling jobs opening up there was a there was an interesting thread that I was reading on the mat about um you know coaching coaching and money and salaries um and sometimes at, at programs that don't have a whole lot of now Columbia does I believe. Um, I don't know to what extent. I don't know how much Columbia head coaches make. But, you know, it, it might – it's more – you get paid more to be a, a head assistant at some of these well-funded institutions than you do as a head coach at a not-well-funded institution. Um, and the thread – you know, a lot of these schools are state schools, so they are state employees so that their salaries are public record, right? Right. So, you know, at at your Bloomsburgs and your Northern Colorados and and things like that, the head coach gets in the ballpark of $60,000. Um and maybe like a Boise State, right? But at the, at some of the more well-funded institutions, um you make more than that as an assistant coach.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, that's we, we talked about this the other week, that just jump into a coach, just jump into a head coaching job from assistant job, uh, it doesn't always but, make sense. And that was something I was trying to explain. And that's one of many reasons that I think that's that's the case, that a head coaching job is not always a better job than an assistant post and the money is is one part of that.
1: Yeah, money's one part of it, but Still, if I don't know, I would like to see what I can do on my own, build a program, try to succeed. I I understand what you're saying, but the competitive and even to a certain degree, the artistic part of me would like to see what I could mold myself, you know, from to start a program or to run a program.
0: And a a lot of and that's an issue I see with how we view assistant coaches is that. The idea that they're not molding these guys, like you can't see the imprint of some of these assistant coaches on, on their guys. Like it's so it's so apparent. Um, that's why it's like, come on, everyone knows the job that, um, I don't know, any, any number of coaches, uh, an assistant coach is doing with the upper weights or with the lower weights. You you see that imprint. You saw it, uh, you know, back in the day with Mike Minna in Indiana. You've seen it, you know, with the with the brands with Terry, uh, with the Lightweights. You've seen it with, you know, Kale with, with the upperweights. Not that he's a, an assistant, but you see the imprint of these assistant coaches um, with that guy. So I think it's a, it's a stupid, not that what you said is stupid, but it's like, well, he's never been the number one guy. He's been, some of these guys, they've been in charge of recruiting. They've been in charge of developing a certain, so in many ways, they a lot of, assistant coaches are in charge of the wrestling operation
1: yeah yeah i know I, I i know what you're saying there's there's not a lack of i'm not saying there's a lack of responsibility I, i'm not saying there's a lack of imprint i'm saying i'm not saying there's a lack of satisfaction among guys that are good assistant coaches what i'm saying is you always want to try right like Some people always want to try, and and other people don't. And sometimes sometimes I don't understand why more people don't take that jump. Instead of being an assistant at Oklahoma State or Iowa, why not not be the head coach at Boise State, even if it's a pay cut? I'm surprised more people don't do it, because I probably would.
0: Well, well, with Boise, a lot of the best candidates didn't even get called for interviews. So read into that what you will
1: well i yeah okay, but that's one that's one instance there's there's several jobs right there's but that that guys don't even throw their name in the hat or name in the ring um but I don't know I, I my point I guess was that it's interesting to see what some of these guys make <laughs> some of these at the well funded institutions i mean it's it's public record right I'm not disclosing any private information here but like Tom Brand's salary was listed as 345,000. John Smith was 305,000. Um Kale's, Kale's base pay was 175 and there's probably uh, performance bonuses and, and other things of that nature in there. Um, Mark Manning actually makes a higher base pay than Kale, 187. Um Brian Smith 164. Uh Scott Goodale 1 165 I think or no, 125. Uh, McCoy 140, so it's uh, interesting to see. McCoy makes 140? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my. Not getting a return on that currently. Not currently, but,
1: I mean, it's a... You know, whenever, if Carey is ever finished there, that kind of salary in in the Big Ten, that's a good job, right? You think it would attract some... High-profile candidates. I mean, like okay. So let's take a situation like that, for example. And, and what I mean is, what I mean is, about testing yourself, about trying something, even if it's, even if it's a pay cut, even if it's not the best funded. Like, for instance, you know, if the Texans, if the Texans are two and fourteen, you're still going to get a Nick Saban dipping his. Toes in the water. There, you're still going to get. You're still going to get. Um, you know. Bill O'Brien was the head coach at Penn State. That's a great gig. That's a great gig. Yeah. Um. Bill O'Brien was an assistant coach with Bill Belichick, the greatest franchise in football in the last 15 years. He has a great gig. He's going to win. He's going to be part of a team. He's going to be part of a coaching staff that's awesome. He doesn't have... This is a perfect example. Um, no. Yes, be- why... Be-
0: because... Because...
1: Then not. he goes... Listen, then he goes to a program. He takes the job at Penn State. That's in utter chaos. That's an utter flux. Yeah. And then he leaves Penn State, and he goes to... Houston. Houston, which is horrible, right? Well, so Bill O'Brien is saying, okay... I'm going to test myself. I believe in myself. I want to see what I can make of it at Penn State. And then after that, okay, I'm going to I'm going to see what I can make. I'm going to I want to see what I can do. There's a blank canvas. I'm going to see what I can do. And that's what I'm saying, I don't I don't think any less of people who don't
0: do that in college wrestling, but I'm surprised that more people don't. Well, I I guess my point is and and uh, the the point from you know, O'Brien going from New England to Penn State is fair. But going to going from an assistant in the NFL to a head coach in the NFL is very different from going because all NFL teams are basically approximately even. And there are some that have better ownership and better better situations. It's not all the same. It's very True. close. But the difference between Oklahoma States and a Columbia or a Boise or a Fresno or a Cal State Bakersfield. Those are different stratospheres of challenges. Mm-hmm. So for that reason I, I say it's not equal, but I'll give you I'll give you the Penn State comparison and nothing else.
1: hmm Uh I don't know. If I was making if I was making seventy thousand as assistant at Oklahoma State and I could be the head coach at Boise State for seventy,
0: I would probably do it. Mm. Okay. Uh, and also, I think there's things about these programs we don't know all all the details of.
1: Right. The only way I wouldn't do it, and I and I know that people are like, well, they're just not. There's just not the administrative support. Um, the only way I wouldn't do it is if the the
0: administration was terrible, or if there was like four scholarships. Well, okay. Well, there we have it. I mean that's that's a lot. That's not the situation at Boise with four. That's what but, I'm saying. That's not the situation at Boise. Okay, but uh, this is what I've been saying. Well, there's there's no scholarships at Columbia. And you were telling a, a lot of pretty big assistants to go there. And there's no no scholarships and there's no wiggle room on admissions. These kids, if they get in, they get in because they're smart. So the challenges you're saying you'd be reluctant to accept the job are the exact challenges I'm describing to you. Um. Not wholly. No. Holy. There's no scholarships at Columbia and they don't what? let they make no exceptions that, that on admission.
1: There's no there's no scholarships at Cornell either.
0: Yeah, but what did I say? There's exceptions for admissions there. You can get junior college transfers into Cornell. Okay. Mm. No, that's true. That's true. There's let, there's let's, there's let's,
1: let's not let's not focus on Columbia here.
0: Okay, well, I, I, you present a, a school, and I tell you, I told you why I thought, eh, maybe don't go there. And you said, I want my own thing. I want my own thing. Well, I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's harder. It's different. It's not as good a situation. You poo-pooed that, and I'm showing you why. Um, hey. No.
1: Okay, whatever.
0: Whatever, right. Let's talk about this. You took this out of the document. I don't know why. We're talking about it. It's happening. What? What? These big, big recruits, okay? Let take it out of the document. It's at the bottom. I mean, wait. Okay, wait at the bottom. You buried it. Okay.
1: No, it's not where. All right, I got it. It's a, it's, it's the next line after Columbia names.
0: Okay. You good? We ready? Yeah.
1: I don't know. We're
0: going to get in a fist fight, uh, real I, soon. I, I, I
1: can't wait until. To... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that
0: catch. Hey, I'll see you in Akron Thursday.
1: Yeah, I will see you in Akron.
0: North, I'll see you in Northeast Ohio on, on LeBron's turf. The streets that made him tough. I'm
1: going to beat you up at Akron,
0: dude. Yeah, you no, As long as I avoid the Applebee's, I'll be fine, because that's the only place you go when we're in Akron. This is true. Willie loves Applebee's. This is true.
1: Yeah, Applebee's is great. <laughs> Afterwards, I, I always hit Applebee's. Um,
0: I don't even really like it. Yeah, you do. Uh, just, you do though. You do though. We talk about it. Like, there's some meals there that are pretty good. No, I don't really
1: think so. I mm-hmm. don't really think so. The only reason I go to Applebee's all the time is because it's open late. We always get out late, and it, there's always one there. It's like, Will- it's like it's like an upgraded McDonald's with tall beers.
0: Willie likes Applebee's. He, he's gonna, he's trying to sound like he's a foodie, but he loves Applebee's. All right. Enough. Enough of eating good in the neighborhood. Let's talk about these big recruits and just 'cause they verbal, these these other coaches, they're not taking they're not gonna be like uh they're not backing off. What do you, Willie Saylor, think about that? Um, I have my own opinions. we might be aligned here. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't
1: know. I used to I I used to be like that is BS. That is I used to be like that is Bad character, bad form, you know a, a guy verbals to Iowa, and there's still these vultures that are on' him and pressing them and saying, Hey, took a take a look here, take a look here, and I uh, was like, You're wrong, you know, let the kid be um don't go after. don't go poach trying to poach kids afterwards, and my feelings have kind of changed on that a little bit, yeah. And I'm sure that the college it, – it's, it's weird because I, some college coaches will agree with that, and other college coaches will be like, Willie, do not say what you're about to say because that is wrong. But I think that you should probably recruit kids until they
0: sign on the dotted line. And how, how about kids that – and I agree – I agreed, for the most part, I think. Um, and this is something that happened in the Big Ten in football, where the Big Ten has like had like this like gentleman's agreement. Okay, kid, verbally is off limits. And then Urban Meyer gets a job there. He's like, okay, y'all can do that. I'm gonna keep recruiting these guys, and he's poached recruits in this way, and um, obviously built a an outstanding team. You hate team. you hate you hate gentleman agreements. You hate um. Unwritten rules. I yeah. I, I think I do. Why why do you say that though? Because you do. Yeah. Because you
1: don't. You don't have any superstitions. You don't have well, any.
0: Superstitions are stupid. Super. There you go. There you go.
1: Yeah. Superstitions, rituals.
0: Oh yeah. Agreements, uh, passive... Even My lucky socks. I mean, give me a break.
1: See what see?
0: People. I sit here. No, I have a certain spot when the game's on that I sit in. I do that and okay and your team loses sixty seven games and you still sit in the same spot you're a Redskins fan you sit in the same spot every time we still stink Willie it doesn't work it doesn't help and every win is like some evidence that it worked no it, it means nothing so anyways gentlemen's I was agree
1: highly ritualistic when I wrestled like oh I, I could see
0: that. I could see that do the same things each time did you also oh, I assume that's because you never lost right I no, never lost. Oh, okay. so well, maybe it works. Me for and you. Kale were the only ones. You, Kale, yeah. <laughs> Willie and Kale on the Mount Rushmore there, both bald. <laughs> um, so you
1: can't. Okay, so if you ever lose, if well, you ever lose,
0: it, it, it's stupid. What is the uh, yeah, what, what's the purpose of it? Like, it's, it, it's 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 just superstition, yeah, but it's superstitious because, yeah well, when I do this, I win, but you don't win. You, your team doesn't win. The whole point is it helps you in a competitive It, it, it helps
1: you get into the right.
0: No, that's just that's just your own mental weakness that you have to tell yourself, oh, I don't have my lucky underwear. I can't win today.
1: No, that's your it's own. Not, that's no mental... no human being ever says that. Mm. No human being says, I don't have my lucky socks. Well, whatever. Whatever it is. Forfeit.
0: I didn't get my warm-up. I didn't get this. I didn't do that. It, you know. That's... Nobody ever says that. It's just about. Your ritual of getting in the right frame. There's, of there's a ritual for training, and then there's like, there's like, yeah, I have to do a certain warm up that helps me perform better. That's all good. I have to eat. I eat a certain way because that's what my body responds to. But sitting at a certain place in a couch or having like something that is on the outside of that, I don't, I don't subscribe to that as being an advantage any more than it is some sort of a placebo I, effect.
1: I used to listen to Elvis. Oh my god. Before I wrestled. I felt like that would put me in a good place, because I used to get too. uh, I used to, I used to psych myself out, not psych myself out, but like.
0: um, You get so jacked up. So jacked up,
1: right? I get so jacked up, it almost ACDC. Exhausting.
0: Yeah, okay, I I get that, I I understand that. You listen to a certain kind of music, it makes you feel wrestling's a mental sport. I'm even down with that. If you think it, it was Elvis that got your got your head right, I'm cool with that too, Willie backing up. I don't know how we got from superstitions from these verbals, but these coaches, and think about it, some of these kids verbal as freshmen or sophomore, they that's never why, they never even got a chance to recruit them. That's
1: That's why I changed. That's why I used to be vehemently opposed to recruiting kids after they committed. And the reason why I'm not now, the reason why I'm not opposed to it now, is because these kids verbal so early. So basically it's like, uh I didn't even get a shot with this kid. Right. Right? This kid's verbal as a sophomore. I I mean that's before you're even legally allowed to talk to him. Right. So basically you're saying I lost that war before it even started? I'm not No, I'm not I'm not going to just
0: go on my way. Yeah. And there there's a way I think you change your approach certainly than if they were not verbal, but I think there's a way you can go about it that's not I mean
1: nobody nobody got to talk to Yanni.
0: Well, yeah. I nobody mean Nobody
1: really got to talk to uh Gavin. Nobody's Gavin teased it. Joey
0: Dance was like nine when he verbaled to Tech. Right. He was nine. Fourth grade verbal. Yeah, and, and so
1: and, and I tell you what, I know there was I
0: know there was teams recruiting Joey after he verbaled. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Of course, of course they were. I'm sure they were. Um and so I don't know where where I fall I I think I'm I'm generally okay with it and ultimately isn't it on if you are 100% decided I'm wrestler X I decided as a sophomore I'm going to school why I don't have to take those phone calls I don't have to listen if I'm sure I don't have to listen I don't have to so it's really on the recruit how they handle the increased um pressure from these coaches right
1: Well it, it, they can blow you tri- off. That's a tricky situation too, because on one hand, you got a guy like I don't know, Yanni or Vito, um, I'm trying to think. Oh like, you know, an Austin Gomez, um guys that committed really early. Uh Gavin. On one hand you got guys like that that nobody got ever got to talk to, right? and so they might they might welcome phone calls they might not either but they might want to see a different campus whereas and, and so you won't be bugging them but a guy like Spencer Lee
0: he went who, through it
1: he went he went through it he's he he really deliberated on it he talked to all the coaches he saw all these places I'm telling you, if you, if you call Spencer Lee, it's not going to make him happy. If you call Spencer Lee, I mean, his mindset's going to be, I'm I I I made this decision. I'm going to Iowa. You're bugging me. leave me alone. Yeah. So uh, it's a tricky situation because some of them are carved in stone. Some of them are set, and others might be like, huh, maybe maybe I will take a, maybe I will take a visit
0: too. But Texas. I suppose you don't know where they stand until you reach out to them, right? Right. Uh, so you, you can't... You don't blame the coach I mean, for right? trying. If
1: you're,
0: you, you'd rather tell... You'd
1: rather have Spencer tell you to... to hit the road than to have never called at all.
0: Right. Right, because then you always wonder. You know, I could have given him the last pitch and the worst he can tell you is no and he's going to be arm barring your guy in a couple of years anyways, but at least you can try. And I um, think, as competitive as these coaches are, and you know it's an arms race for for the best kids in the country. And with that in mind, I think I think guys coming after, and it's happening right now, that recruits that have verbal are being pursued by other other teams. Uh, I I think I understand it. I think I understand it. And I think maybe it's necessary, maybe not. But I I'm not gonna. Call these coaches out for for doing it, because I put myself in their shoes and I'm making those phone calls.
1: Yeah, my stance has certainly softened. I I, I understand it. Yeah, I understand it now.
0: But um, hey, what's um uh you had you went through something this morning that was was harmful to you? Um, I did. Yeah that 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 it it made, it put you in a down I I credit you for turning it around because you wrote an entire preview for Cadet Nationals. Oh. God. The entire trials and I wrote a
1: preview for uh,
0: the preview was done almost
1: the the cadet world team trials preview was just about done and uh, last night and I wake up this morning my computer is dead because I, I didn't charge my charger wasn't in it and the preview is gone right. I have to start all over.
0: R.I. Right, preview. And I'm not gonna say you should do these in Google Docs, and this wouldn't happen. I'm not even gonna bring that up. I'm not even gonna bring that up. But can you just go and, and take me through some of these weights? What you're thinking? What's looking good? Who who the big guns are? Where where are the hot weights last year? We had Spencer, Dayton, yeah, Gomez, Olivas like, at 54.
1: I, I feel like a lot of the um. I feel like a lot of the studs. I feel like we lost a lot of studs. Uh, from. Cadet participation
0: I don't think there's any question
1: the only one back oh well there's two back right Yanni Vito it's well I'm yeah v no Vito's not back,
0: oh, I thought he was
1: no Yanni and gable
0: yeah, it's, Stevenson. it's two pretty big ones
1: uh now, Malik Heinzelman did make the team last year, and he is back, and Dean D- Dylan Diabelio is back um who also made the team, but for me, it's about these younger guys, and it would be helpful if that preview still existed so I could look at their names.
0: I'm so sorry.
1: But I do not have it, but there, there's there's guys that are coming up that you heard a lot about that um,
0: might become household names uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, well, Sammy Sasso is apparently coming. I'm not sure which weight. He's kind of between two. I guess he could be between 58 and 63. Willie, how do you see him fitting in?
1: Well, he doesn't have a whole lot of uh, freestyle under his belt. He's tougher than nails. He won Fargo last year. but um, Just because he's good at wrestling. Just because he's good at wrestling, right. He doesn't have a high-level freestyle experience. I don't think he's ever been to the training center. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I, I think he'll, I think he'll be sixty three kilograms,
0: which is Yanni's weight. Which is Johnny's weight. So that would be problematic. Mm-hmm. Okay. But watch out for. Um, yeah, give me some watch me, out fours.
1: Well, Nick Ramos back fifty four is going to be Ooh, stacked. Fifty four is fifty four is probably. I mean, I'll probably pick Ramos, but there's guys like um, Jaden Abbas and Jordan Decatur and Josh Saunders and and there's a. Uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Alirez from Colorado is really good. He's really good. Um, and, and Sammy Hillegas is a new kid coming up from Pennsylvania. He's going to be really good. Um, and then, what weight is Jesse Jesse Vasquez? This kid out of California,
0: kid is legit, dude. Okay, so fifty four. Once again, going to be a really tough weight. You love Alex Thompson from Iowa. I love really...
1: Alex Thompson. Yeah. I love him. I think that he – God, let me see something. Where do I have him? Where do I have him on here? Where do I have him ranked, Christian? I couldn't tell you. On the that... sophomore – let me uh, let me look up the sophomore big board real quick. Alex Thompson is a hammer and – Is he the best kid in Iowa right now? By far.
0: Whoa. Whoa. It's
1: not even close. Not I even have close. Alex Thompson. I have Alex Thompson ranked sixth in the class of 2018, and I think he's amazing.
0: He's he he was so him and Ramos Fargo match was so outstanding. What an awesome match, Allison Those
1: Buff- those middleweights are going to be lights out.
0: 54, 58, 63. Colton Schultz will be in the mix, of course. Just saw him. Colton uh, Schultz and, and Gable. Yeah. Yeah. Giving Colton a shot there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, I mean in re-
1: Colton has wrestled him tough. I mean, you, you you pick Gable, but you you pick Gable, but uh Colton can go with him. Okay. Col- Colton took him down a couple of times. Hey, watch at seventy six kilograms, watch for Travis Whitlake. Okay. He's out of Oregon. It's a hammer.
0: Hammer. Hammer time. All right. So that's uh, cadets, and then of course universities. Um, I'm I- worried about. Huh? I'm worried. I'm worried about our upperweights. 85. I guess 85 got some
1: good. Got some good guys. Jacob Warner. But listen. Listen. This could be a huge match. There's a lot of landmines in here too. Danny Salas, kid out of California. He's really good. Brandon Whitman. Brandon Whitman's oh, his yeah. top. Is yeah. See the Michigan guy. kid. Yes. I like him a lot. He's really good. But my pick for the finals is Mike Beard against Jacob Warner.
0: Oh, I my, watched Mike, Beard. Beard.
1: Beard has never really, like, I don't know if he's ever wrestled a freestyle match. Where's he going to go to school? I don't know, but he is damn good. You know how good Jacob Warner is, right? I know. Michael Beard. Michael Beard is better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, you know, good. He no, is. I wanted, to, I wanted to
1: say, I wanted to say a, a statement of fact. I wanted to say that,
0: he I wanted to say him. that Michael
1: Beard be, beat him pretty good at Ironman, but I don't know that for a fact. So let me look that up before
0: oh, I say falsehoods. Okay. Well, you you believe that he's better, Michael Beard. Someone someone who was an NCAA finalist told me they worked out with him and that he is the truth. And he's gonna be really good. So there's a there's a cosign of your statement, Willie, that Michael Beard. No, Beard did not beat winner. Beard beat Traxler five one. That's Stanford bound kid from Illinois. So that's that's the cadet scene. University I still think um these teams are sandbagging a little bit, not not registering all the hammers. But Nico is registered at fifty seven. He's uh the the big favorite there to win that. Alan Waters registered at sixty-one. Earl Hall is there as well. Every single year on the university
1: side, like these, this, it's like the studs registered last.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know why? There's a few studs registered, but not not a. No, I guess Penn State's all all registered at this point. they
1: they're good. There's good numbers on the university side, but like the heavy hitters are do, missing. Do really. you remember when Dennis Sargusch wrestled in the? In universities,
0: yeah, that was crazy.
1: That was great. Easy. University, listen, university worlds was it? That's why I thought there'd be more. I thought everybody be in the mix.
0: I, I don't. I
1: because it's university worlds year. Uh, university worlds October
0: twenty fifth and thirtieth in Turkey. Ooh, maybe that's it. That's a little uh, proximal to, to um the season starting. Yeah, but who care? Like that doesn't
1: so, affect. That doesn't affect post-grads.
0: Okay. Oh, true. That's true. I mean, David Taylor could go in this. Matthew Kolodzik's entered at universities. Is there not a minimum age? No. I mean, he he's one year removed from high school. That's it. That's the only requirement. I mean, there's a lot of junior, you know, there's a lot of kids that aren't in, in here. I that mean, are... redshirt, redshirt, redshirt freshmen wrestle at universities every year. So I don't know why you're surprised at Kalazic. Okay, I'm surprised. Um, why? I that's just make... am. There's not many kids that are that young that are that are in the mix. What? Are you... They uh.
1: Yes, there is. There's redshirt freshman there every year.
0: Okay. Oh. I heard you the first time. I don't know. What actually, you're um, and he was a true freshman, not a redshirt freshman. Um. So yeah, that's the the field. Not quite. They're big fields, right? But they don't have the monster studs yet. Morgan McIntosh registered. Obviously, he will be a large factor at 86 kilograms. Um, Ty Walls. I
1: like that. I like that he's down at 86.
0: Yeah, that's where he would have been so interesting in that Olympic trials field. But it was Jaden or Jaden or Jay, or Jaden or Morgan, I guess. You know, the winner of the NCAA Finals. And I I think Morgan could have done some damage. He was amazing in freestyle in high school.
1: He really was. He teched Adam Kuhn one year. Yeah. Um. I would love to have seen, like, I'd like to see Morgan wrestle a dake. Just, it's different, right? I mean, Morgan was career 197 pounder. Like, you know, Jaden. I just think it would be interesting. I don't know. So, I don't know. Hopefully, more studs register for universities. Speaking of Dake, Dake's tweeting pro league
0: aspirations. Wants, I, I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna meet with, I'm gonna meet with Kyle Dake and talk about this and Tony
0: Ramos. You do that, you do that. Are you dismissing this idea? No, I'm saying, I'm saying follow up. I'm saying make mean. it. I'm saying make it happen. Me and Dake. Everyone and wants. Dake. Everyone wants it.
1: Me and Kyle Dake are starting a pro league.
0: Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> no. Comment. You sure what? Nothing. Nothing at all.
1: You say something.
0: Not. Say it right now. Everyone wants this. Everyone wants this so badly to happen, but wrestling has not been able to figure out. Flow wrestling included.
1: I got it. I the flow. Everybody's motto was stupid. Huh? I got it. I. Got why did it, you got not? It, why it.
0: did you not? Uh, when when the company you work for started one, why did you not express your your master plan? That was foolproof. you You know, you know. Might that have come in handy?
1: You know damn well. I said F- FPL and all these others. I, you know, I said that it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be revolution. I, I said it ain't gonna be great.
0: Because I was not. Because here's your ideas.
1: I'm not was not optimistic about that. Here's the pro. No, the problem. I mean, don't say. Don't say. Well, Flo tried something. Why don't you? Why don't you tell him? Why don't you tell Flo uh, what it should have been instead of what it was. It's not that simple. There's a way. Well, flow can't do this on its own. There's a lot more moving parts to this than flow. I mean, come on.
0: I agree completely. Let's Flow Flo
1: can't start a whole league. Let's hope it happens. I want it but to hey, happen. Hey, Kyle's coming down, and we're going to talk about it. And we're going to put it together. And my plan, my plan's going to work. Everybody thinks their plan works. Everybody got, everybody, <laughs> has, <laughs> everybody has your ideas, right? And you, you bump into anybody, uh. On the street, you can be in a supermarket, bump into somebody. You have a you have a wrestling shirt on, right? Like uh, J. Rob wrestling camp shirt, and they're like, "Oh, you wrestler? Yeah." Uh, you know
0: what they need to let, do?
1: Let me tell you what wrestling should do. Every freaking wrestling fan has the ultimate plan for wrestling success.
0: But yours is the ultimate. Yours is the actual one exception. But
1: mine is the one. Mine is the one that works. I, I'm I'm telling you, for a pro league, I have it because. Mm. It makes a lot of sense A lot of moving parts It's Uh like building an engine But It's on point dude All the pieces pieces fit together I've been working on it for years (laughs) Why are you laughing at my Aspirations I doubt that's true For
0: years Come on I'm gonna start playing that Why
1: do you say that
0: Because Come on Willie Feeling a little silly
1: I've had a document for
0: years Willie's got documents. You didn't delete this one? Like your cadet preview? No. That was good. Don't delete that document. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Call me,
1: Kyle. Call me me. (laughs) maybe.
0: Oh, thanks so much for listening, guys. We will be back at a time, TBD, because on Thursday I'm driving to Akron, Ohio for that. So I don't know if we'll have one at Akron or not. We'll see. Hope so. No promises. But until next time, and we'll make sure you know, have a good day. Stay on flow. We got good stuff going on. See you then, guys.